What up, Sonny? Not too much. Just uh, kind of uh, woke myself up. That coffee that you made was pretty damn good. Yeah. Non-processed no sugar. No processed sugar in yeah. this house, Sonny. Yeah. That you can definitely taste the difference because at my house there's a lot of yeah, man. processed sugar. Brown people with their fucking sugar, man. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, the, like, the ship going from processed sugar to just natural sugar, coconut sugar, honey even. Yep. We got stevia nowadays. It's just like to make the transition. Yep. You're going you're gonna to enjoy it a lot more on this, this side of the fence. Yeah, the honey I've been doing or was doing for a long time. And then every time I run out, I would just like totally forget about it. So easily accessible to grab, go into the kitchen. Granulated and granulated garbage. It's just granulated and it like tastes so good when you have it. But yeah. right after you basically have that coffee, you're in like this weird thing you're trying to get energy but you're also starting to slowly crash from the sugar <laughs> the yeah. little sugar high so yeah you could taste the difference and i could taste the difference obviously with the that mixing with the honey was probably the best yeah there's some nice little scoop of honey right into the coffee maybe a little bit of my little creamer or something like yeah. that to give it a little flavor yeah 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 a little what oat, else? oat milk okay oat, oat milk, milk that's cinnamon. it oat milk's good yeah oat milk cinnamon uh, we got a little blend stick too yeah a little fancy blend yeah. stick <laughs> make it all nice and fancy for you but then you think back like uh, like it's a bit of a lifestyle change, right? Yeah. Talk about sugar. Oh, yeah. Think about when you were younger. I used to put sugar uh, in my cereal. I put it everywhere. Yeah. I put like fucking cornflakes. I put like three, four yeah. spoons of sugar in there because I'm like the fucking cornflakes doesn't have anything yeah. on it, right? Yeah. So I gotta put my sugar in there. Yeah, I remember that too. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like that thinking that's normal. That's not normal, no. man. That's like the biggest drug there is out yeah. there. Sugar, <laughs> so addictive so addictive yeah you notice like your behavior changes instantly if you um you know you get your little sugar fix for me it's like i'll eat my sugar i'll eat like something that's fucking processed and then for a couple of days even like i'm still fiending that sugar yeah like i'm having physical reactions withdrawal yeah like a little sugar junkie I uh, I had the same thing with candy. Anytime yeah. I had sour candy, and if it was a long time, and okay, now I got a little sour, I'd run to the gas station, grab one of the little bags with all the different sour candies yeah. in it, the clear one. If I had one of those bags, now for the next like two weeks, three weeks, I'm getting candy like every second day, the next day, and just yeah. like having it around, even taking one or two, and it's just, it's so addictive. And you want that high kind of every t- single time that you're having it. You think yeah. that's the only way you're gonna continue going that day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, we're gonna eat some more, maybe some processed sugar later, cause it's your birthday. Yeah. And yeah. this is a little birthday podcast. Yeah. So happy birthday, Sonny. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, you still decided to come do the podcast, put in the work, cause you get to a point, you're like, yeah, it's my birthday, but like, how do you want to celebrate, right? Yeah. You want to just continue to do something that lights you up. And this is, I'm sure, is one of the things in your life that lights you up. Yep, 100% today. I wanted to get the podcast done. I got to take the baby swimming today. I wasn't going to miss that. And then I got uh, a baseball game that, you know, everybody in my team thought, yo, it's this guy's birthday. He's going to miss it. I'm like, no, no, no. 750, I'll be there. I know you guys are going to need me. We're already at like whatever 10 guys. We can't miss another guy right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and it's in the middle of the week. And I think once you're past or above the age of 30, it's like, it's almost like another day. Like, yeah, you celebrate your birth, but like, I don't want it to be as extravagant or anything like that. Yeah, I think uh, we're similar that way because my birthday was last weekend. Yeah. And then I remember Saturday um, going out, had a good time. And then I taught yoga on Sunday. And I remember the owner of uh, the one studio that I teach at, she's like, do you want the day off on Sunday? I heard from a little birdie that it's your birthday. I'm like, 
no, I'm good, man. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll teach. Like, I'm back to work the next yeah. day. Like, I'm not going to take a week off yeah. for my birthday. Yeah. Like, uh, no no salt to anybody if they like, like to do that, if they like to enjoy that. It's just not me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think now, once you kind of get over 30, I think the bigger birthdays are every decade you hit. Yeah. I think those 40s, you know, 50, yeah. 60, I'd probably celebrate the shit out of those for making yeah. it through each decade and see where you're at. Yeah. But I think the little numbers in between, eventually, once you're past 30 at least, it kind of becomes so much the same. Whereas yeah. before that, you still feel young, you're scared of hitting your 30s, so you're trying to get as much partying or whatever you can get out of your system before you hit that 3-0. Yeah, and then why why do you wait to celebrate on your birthday? Because yeah. like, for me, mm-hmm. I'd rather somebody celebrate me on like a random Tuesday. Yeah. I'd be like, yo man, I was thinking about you. You wanna go out? Let's go hang out, let's go do this. Yeah. Because I was thinking about you. Whereas, if it's your birthday, it seems like premeditated yeah. and yeah. orchestrated. Yeah. It loses that organic feel to yeah. it. Like. I'm all for celebrations and like celebrating yourself and uh, events, but I think there comes a time and a place where you realize uh, maybe, you know, age can help, you know, as you get older, where you don't necessarily need to wait for your birthday to celebrate yourself or necessarily somebody that you care for in your life. You can actually just celebrate them today. Yeah. I started doing that, I think, a long time ago. Like, I I remember when uh, on social media, I'd be like randomly posting about how much I love my mom. (laughs) It's like not Mother's Day, but I'm like, I love my mom. And this is why, because it came to me that day and I wanted to share it that day rather than wait till Mother's Day. Yeah. Because then I feel like it, 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 uh, it's a little bit diluted. Yep. Because I'm forced 100%. to, I'm forced to almost culturally forced yeah. by the culture to deliver some kind of a heartfelt message to my mother. Whereas yeah. I'm like, nah, man, you guys don't see it. Like I'm doing this on like, like on a January 13th was <laughs> no holidays. We're all worn out yeah. from the holidays. It's just random. I see her. I tell her I love her. I declare my love, bring her some flowers. That's it. Yeah. On a random day. Yeah. And that's why I think how it should be like again February 14th the yeah. day that you know it's supposed to be the day of love or yeah. how you're supposed to show significant others whoever your spouse is that love and that's a day I actually hate yeah. is February 14th just because it makes no sense to have to you know go out there and buy flowers or go buy a present that specific day and, you know they're marking up the prices just because they know it's going to happen yeah. where throughout the year every month I think there should be a set day that you know you just kind of set aside for your significant other and show them that kind of love so that they never have to think or wait for February 14th of hey what's this person going to do for me you should be surprising that person all year whereas they kind of forget that day and they know that there's one day in that month that's coming up and they don't know which day it might be yeah and that random day just kind of comes upon them and you just kind of celebrate them celebrate where you're at and what you can kind of do better yeah think think about the expectations that build yeah so like you have let's say we'll use that example your significant other your partner, your spouse, whatever, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, you go out and uh, because their birthday is coming up, you go all out for this person because you think it's expected of you. And sometimes on the other end, they expect it from you. Yeah. Well, there's nothing organic about that. Yeah. Right. To kind of raise the bar so high with all these expectations that causes anxiety. Who the fuck is enjoying their birthday when they're so anxious that they didn't get enough for their birthday or the other person didn't do enough or you feel like you didn't do enough so you can't enjoy the gift giving yourself because you can't even enjoy the moment with that person and celebrate them because you feel inadequate because some expectations or criteria weren't met that you made up in your own mind. Yeah, 100%. Expectations, I think, is the biggest thing with that. Like what you might yourself, you know, just you could be busy you could have other things on your mind and you forget that one day and it's like 
you know, you might have gotten married and now you have one anniversary or there's that one where you started dating, it's another one and somebody's expecting something always. Yeah. And that expectation can just lead to just bad negative vibes and that's something you don't want. You just give it on the other person. If they do it, they do it. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to show it yourself that you show the affection on that specific date and try to get it out of them. And they'll understand. I think people, one thing people don't think about is people understanding. So they can kind of feel it. You know, if you're expecting something one yeah. day and it doesn't happen to you and that person can kind of see this person's a little off. Okay, you know what? Next time or the next day, I'm going to do something or within that day, just try to kind of help that mood. But somebody shouldn't be expecting her saying, it's a birthday and they should be like oh okay you know what it's my 32nd birthday now or whatever date it is and i need something big i need some gifts i need like a big purse or this and that whatever a trip whatever it is yeah it's uh it, it's a it's pretty much a shame because like i grew up we grew up pretty poor when my parents got divorced so um but my mom would always go all out for our birthdays my dad always cared uh of to the kind of help celebrate however we could me and my brother were born on the same day so we shared wow. a cake yeah we should <laughs> one year apart so we shared a cake um but uh i remember my mom was like so stressing so hard i'm like thinking back now i'm like man we you didn't need to spend that money like we were living in a one bedroom but she scrounged up enough money so that we could go celebrate at mcdonald's yeah and like back then i'm like yeah i love it but i'm like thinking like you didn't have to stress so hard you put those expectations on yourself because yeah. you cared that much. But yeah. uh, honestly, I was happy with my video games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy with my little Super Nintendo or my Nintendo and like eating like a cake at home, yeah. celebrating that way. Yeah. Because, it, you know, the more I realize, the more I think this is with anybody, like the more you start to accumulate material possessions in your life, uh, the more of uh, an expectation you build within yourself where it's like, I won't be satisfied or content until I receive X amount of whatever it yeah. is that you think you need to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen that now, like, uh, you know, having a baby myself and a, lo a lot of my circle of friends and family have babies. So just seeing a baby, it's their second birthday and they're wearing a full on Gucci outfit for the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and they have, you know, a hall rented out and there's like a thousand people there. Now you... You're, you're setting an expectation basically for that child already that, hey, you know what, at two years old, he had a Gucci outfit yeah. and this big party. Now next year, now, what's next it year what are you going to do next year? And they won't know, you know, for the an ample amount of years till they get to like maybe seven, eight, nine, ten years old. And then eventually they are going to start to, you know, be able to tell, OK, I got this big birthday. OK, I got 15 gifts from mom and dad and I'm yeah. wearing this like Armani's little suit now or yeah. whatever it is and now every birthday you're growing up you're expecting more and more and kind of topping off every year and we see it in movies and TV shows where you see those kids always expecting that yeah. bigger gift and the parents will buy like a kid a car and it's not the right car yeah. that the kid wanted yeah. or all these things and, and here's the other thing too so it's not just between you and your significant other you're also there's a part of you that wants to put on a show or a spectacle for others approval yep. and validation from the outside world to say look how well i am celebrating this person this is how much i love this person because of what i am giving them you know and what that does is that kind of distorts reality that's not the truth mm -hmm. that's not reality you, you know i don't think anybody wants somebody to be in their life where that person is in their life and it, uh, only because of what they're able to give them in terms of materialistic possessions. Yeah. Who do, who wants that? Yeah. Deep down in their core, you don't want that. No. You no. don't want a sugar daddy or a sugar mama. You don't want somebody. You don't want you, you know. You don't want you don't deep down you don't want to be putting on a spectacle for the rest of the world. You know how much energy that takes. Yeah. You know how much energy it takes to just put on a production. Like look how well I'm celebrating. 
this person or myself like that's a considerable amount of energy like now what are you gonna do when when the day's over yeah you save some gas in that tank man for <laughs> all the other days of the year yeah no and uh, i've learned it you know firsthand just kind of with that expectations of all these birthdays and you know, we did our first one for Sarah. So obviously I think that first birthday, usually you want a lot of friends and family there. Yeah. So first birthday, a lot of people haven't seen the kid yeah. uh, since they've been born. Yeah. And then now it's our second year and it's her birthday on the 25th. So yeah. we have a lot, a lot of my family's in April. It's like yeah. our month of birthdays. And uh, a good month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good month for yeah. it. And uh, literally for her second birthday, we had all these plans, you know, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. and one of uh, my wife's cousins are getting married. So on the day of uh, her birthday, they have events and stuff going on. So we're like, you know what? Why do we have to make these big plans? Why can't we have the closest people to us? You know, and it's, they're gonna have so many birthdays. So different birthdays can be set out with different people. Yeah. This is a birthday where even though we have an event going on, we could just keep it family and yeah. friends, close friends, family come by. Yeah. And then the next birthday, we can invite some different people, kind of let other people see it and rather, rather than always trying to have this big spectacle and trying to get everybody and then listening to other people doing it and people still, you know, talking shit that you, they didn't do this at the party or they didn't do this. It's a two or three year old kid's birthday. What are you expecting? Yeah. Sorry, the food wasn't on par, the drinks weren't on par, or the location wasn't on par for you guys. It's not a hall party. It's not somebody getting married where you got all these big expectations. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of a bit of a shame because like, you know, and don't get me wrong, like I'm not, against parties and celebrating people i believe in like a healthy moderation a healthy moderation yeah. nothing in excess and nothing you don't have to ignore it yeah. so it's right in the middle right like a moderate amount of attention you know acknowledge it celebrate it be unique be yeah. creative and really if it wasn't on social media um then does that devalue what you are presenting and giving to that person yeah. or does it devalue your experience no yeah Right. So I think the, that's something to kind of take into consideration to now, you know, growing up, OK, we're in that era where we're in between the Internet boom and having no Internet. Like we were we, we grew up like just where we're like a, those big freaking box TVs that were like 3000 pounds yeah. were like were like spectacles to yeah. us and like microwaves were like out of this world. And yeah. then all of a sudden there was this big jump with technology and technology itself has kind of brought us to the space where um, it's kind of created a bunch of different realities. Yeah. Where it, it seems like life was a little bit more real before technology kind of came in yeah. and almost interfered yeah. with um, our own kind of like internal harmony because now your harmony sometimes, and I'm not, I'm not completely like, I'm not holier than now. Like I get insecure too online, uh, but like it, you, you see it everywhere and how, you know, how it's affected the way that we interact with each other. Yeah. Like your, your actions towards one another sometimes are influenced by how it's going to be presented on social media. There is an, there's an underlying, um, um, like inauthentic component there. Yeah. Right. So like if, if, if we now take a look at that, I think, um, as you get older, hopefully it kind of like that tension to want to put on the spectacle, for others to celebrate them and put it on social media kind of dissipates a little bit and kind of like slows down for yeah. you so you can kind of slow down and enjoy your moments because we're not here forever yeah right so which is why we do celebrate you can celebrate yeah. but i think oh, yeah. in a healthy way yeah right because it's always we're always trying to one-up the other person yeah. sometimes yeah like, oh you're sunny fucking like this <laughs> what about me yeah. but like you even take a look i think it's like uh even as kids we were um we were 
experiencing feelings of greed. Yeah. Like it's it's a healthy emotion when you yeah. start to understand that every human is born with a full spectrum of emotions from joy, sadness, grief, sorrow. Greed is in there, man. Like yeah, we feel 100%. there's a certain like as a child like you are going to feel that greed because like have you ever seen a child fighting with another child over their toy? They oh, weren't yeah. using that toy. Oh, yeah. As soon as another kid grabbed that toy, they're like, fuck that, that's, that's my toy. That's all it takes. Right? <laughs> so there's like that little bit of like greed and there's now you get that opportunity to kind of uh, mature emotionally yeah. and understand what these emotions are and, and, and actually kind of check yourself as, you know, why do I need uh, this excess amount of celebration? Why do I need this excess amount of material uh, possessions from others um, and 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 just start with the why like why yeah. why do I need this yeah. because otherwise I think you're just kind of caught in a bit of a loop aren't you yeah 100% like, like yeah every year is the same same thing same thing <laughs> like every every year is the same like fuck man I even my birthday I was just it was so calm and so chill like I had a good breakfast Crystal made me breakfast we played ball the day before. Yeah. Pinder brought donuts. Fuck, it was <laughs> such a good time. Like, and then you know, like um, we went out. Uh, we had pizza. We went to Castle Fun Park. Played some video games. Went to a cold spa. Like, I'm an adult man. Like yeah. that shit. That's my Disneyland now. Yeah. Just going to a spa. So like that was that was a good birthday. Yeah. Hell yeah. And like I enjoyed that like thoroughly because I was able to chill and, and appreciate it and not, I think, uh, kind of almost build it up in my head to what it should be and then get disappointed when it yeah. arrives. Yeah. And I think you hit it like right on the dot there with talking about kind of the realities and how the internet changed everything. I was just listening to a podcast with Elon Musk on it and he was talking about, you know, Muskie? how now, huh? Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk. And uh, this guy basically uh, is talking about now how AI is coming in, right? And he was a guy that uh, was totally for AI in the beginning, you know, like AI is gonna do so well, it's so good. And then finally the AI application slowly started to come out and they saw the power of how Has fast- Has seen the iRobot, dude? <laughs> exactly, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Actually the funny story uh, before I get into it, iRobot. What was the, the robot that the doctor had? What was his name? Sam? What? Sunny. Sunny. Oh yeah, it was Sunny. And what was the bad guy, the bad robot's name? Dick? Yes. Are you well, I'm not even lying. So what Holy happened shit. is uh, when they made the uh, movie, yeah. one of my cousins actually, uh, uh, her friend, best friend was on set. Yeah. So she was supposed to be, I think a I'm robot. I'm not an evil robot. Yeah, yeah she do. was supposed to be a robot or something in the yeah. movie. And she took us to go see it. Me and my brother a lot younger. My brother's name is Vic too, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're playing and we're just fighting with one another. And literally like, you know, they have like all the people that are in the movie and Will Smith is there, right? We're kind of still far away from him and we're just fighting being loud and my brother just smacks the shit out of me. Like the, one of the hardest smacks I've ever gotten in my life. And obviously I'm like, I felt it, I kind of like teary eye almost crying and Will Smith saw this. Comes over there, like kind of talks to us. I like briefly remember it, asks us our names and kind of saw the interaction that this little kid, Vic, slapped the shit out of this other guy. And this other guy is not fighting back. He's actually trying to, you know, get this uh, situation kind of under control. So did they name the robot? Out of nowhere. <laughs> when we watch the movie, it's Sonny as this good guy that's yeah, kind of yeah. helping Will Smith through the movie. And then there's Vicky or Vic, the person that's this evil robot. That's crazy. But then going back to AI, he kind of understood uh, Elon Musk that, you know, uh, it's evolving too fast yeah and when he saw the evolution now on the podcast he's talking about you know now we need to get it regulated yeah because he's like you think that we have many realities right now you know people Man. going into vr ar and just like 
going to a location where you could trip out and do all these kind of things and now AI is not just going to be a different reality it could change what our current reality is it's not going to be a new one they're going to change our current reality because I was just listening to a song that I thought Drake released with the weekend a new one and it's all AI so it's AI voice with Drake singing AI voice with weekend and now Drake had to put out that uh, like a story on his like Snapchat or Instagram or something that hey we need to get rid of AI because it's going on streaming services people are making money off it it's not the actual artist so they're like this is how fast it's evolving right now yeah I think I think it's inevitable for some kind of a big kind of like fork in the road where everybody is gonna come and they're gonna be like you know what we gotta kind of uh, put a little bit of uh, put so put the governor chip in here yeah. to regulate it yeah some way somehow I don't I don't I have faith but you know there's always that kind of um, uh, I'm, I'm apprehensive sometimes, especially when there's powerful corporations buying <laughs> for this power yeah. so that they can gain more power. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always kind of worried about that, but I have always have faith in humanity. One thing AI can't predict is your spirit. No, it cannot. It can't predict like your who what you're gonna do next. No, some people it can't because yeah. unfortunately you're like caught in a bit of a loop where we all get kind of caught in that loop yeah. where we live the same day. We live the same year. That's a pattern. We, have, we live it. We have these patterns of behavior yeah. that are almost kind of like our safety mechanisms, coping mechanisms that we use to deal with, uh, kind of avoiding uh, what we really should be focusing on, yeah. which is our internal work, like our yeah. mental, our emotional well-being, our spiritual well-being. So, I think, uh, you know what? I have nothing but hope, though. I always have hope for people. No, I totally do because I'm around technology all the time and even for, you know, my videography and photography work, yeah. how much AI is being implemented directly. Like Microsoft now has it directly with their Microsoft application. You can be on Word so and you're typing a paragraph and you're like, this paragraph just doesn't pop. And boom, you click this like thing that they have for AI yeah. and it'll like mess with it and give you like four versions and you get to choose, okay, like version one, two, three, four, which one kind of suits me. Like AI is implementing my photos. I'll take a photo yeah. and I'll be like, okay, the lighting's a little off and I'll hit the AI button and it'll generate kind of three different images out of that same photo and be like, which one do you like the most? Mo I've seen because I follow uh, a couple AI pages on my... On, on Instagram, I'm like, fuck, I better understand this yeah, shit. Yeah, it comes like Bitcoin to me, like in the beginning <laughs> yeah. where everybody's talking about Bitcoin. I'm like, what are you guys talking about, yeah, man? Yeah. And then five, 10 years later, I'm like, I still don't get it, but like, fuck, I feel like I should understand yeah. something about it. Yeah. The same with AI, like I kind of uh, am starting to understand more and more, like you just see what it's capable of doing. Like you could write out uh, a, a couple paragraphs and create a website. You could just yeah, dictate literally. what you want it to be and it'll create a website for you. Yeah. It'll create it'll create like little short films, animated films for you. All you gotta do is tell it what you want it to That's be. It's crazy. It's insane. It's dude. crazy right now. The world is just changing. I think Elon Musk, a guy how you're saying it's a big corporation. And he's a guy that's not saying, hey, I want to keep it to myself and no regulation, no yeah. regulation. He knows regulation. Yeah. And he said that it's actually smart. He's like, I'm in the auto industry. It's one of the most heavily regulated industries. And he's like, that's what they need for AI because what humans do usually is they don't start regulations until something happens drastically. Yeah. And he's like, we don't want that. And he actually kind of uh, through Larry Page, the guy that was one of the co-founders of Google, yeah. under the bus. And that's one of his friends that, you know, I was staying with him for a while and yeah. talking about AI and he just wants AI, AI, AI. Let's power all of Google through AI yeah. and make it a god, basically. Yeah. That you go to this Google god and he's sitting there. He's like, I'm sitting at his house. Like, are you crazy? Like, we have to understand what AI is before we can just incorporate it. Because our expectations, yeah. again, coming back when to that. self-aware, That's the thing. That's what we're scared of. Because our expectation is it'll just do what we're doing. 
but what the real expectation will eventually be is it'll it's learn. The same, it's the same thing as the movie in iRobot. Yeah. It's going to develop its own consciousness. It's going to be like, you guys are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to come in and take over and yeah. we're going to force you to do what we say is yeah. better for humanity. Exactly. You guys aren't fucking, this isn't making sense. Evolution of a species. I think we talk about aliens coming here. I think we're the alien race. Yeah. We were like other mammals where we just kind of lived in the jungles and did our shit. Yeah. Somehow we grew these brains and we're like, yo, fuck living in a jungle. Yeah. Let's build buildings that are tall as like the sky almost like in the clouds if yeah. you go to Dubai right yeah. so it's like we're I think we're the alien race right now that's kind of progressing slowly yeah. and destroying the world a bit I yeah. think because climate change is the problem yeah. but it's always been around it's, too it's people's the problem people AI, are the AI, problem AI is not the problem no guns are not the problem AI is not the problem yeah. it is the people yeah. it is 100%. always people you talk about any of these topics people want to regulate this that or the other it's people man yeah. like how do we how do we regulate these people like it should you should you should regulate these people in charge yeah. put them in check because yeah. they're the ones who are at the fucking they're the gatekeepers for all of this yeah we're just sitting here being like fucking arguing with each other about what to do ban this ban, don't ban that and it's just like holy fuck but what yeah. about the people yeah it's the people who are in control of this technology yeah. those are the people that need to be regulated not the fucking ai itself because ai itself technology is very useful yeah it's not evil. very useful a technology is not evil yeah a gun is not evil marijuana is not evil yeah alcohol is not evil it is evil in the hands of those distribute it and use it for their own personal gain and yeah. profit and they just do not have any regard for the effects it has on our communities yeah that's all it is man like yeah that's so you know i think that kind of puts that's the my firm take on just ai itself and it's going to have a lot of uses you flip yeah. the coin yeah can you imagine going to the doctors and being diagnosed uh, like to the t properly yeah, yeah. like from yeah. from because like you got to take a look at some doctors they get fatigued they're overworked because look at how their system is like get in and out 10 15 minutes for a yeah. checkup well, man, you fucking, are you sure you didn't miss something? Yeah. Whereas with AI, man, you could just get fucking going for a quick scan and the AI is going to be able to fucking do like that star, scan. like a Star Trek fucking yeah, like scan on you like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like that shit's real, man. Yeah. Like that's exciting. That's yeah. exciting to that know is. that that technology is just right around the corner yeah. to be able to diagnose like cancers before they uh, like kind of develop within you. Yeah. Like that's fucking phenomenal. And dude. AI right now being able to work with 3D printers and actually printing out like things that are useful, building homes, building things that we need. And now they want to, I don't know if you remember this old movie where uh, they actually uh, say if you were about to die, you had like a bad heart or a bad thing. You could actually buy it from a company and they'd like give it to you as a lease. Yeah. They'd, they'd, give, you, they'd give you a body part, basically yeah. whatever body part you needed, they'd lease it to you and then you'd have to do payments. Yeah. And if you didn't pay up, they'd come back and take that thing from you. So there's all these people obviously hiding in like these suburb areas where you can find them that have like weird eyes and things that they're still keeping. Cyborgs. Cyborgs almost that <laughs> didn't want to give it back. So they're, you know, AI is uh, working a lot in that in the medical field yeah. being able to create these kind of organs. Cause it's so hard now for us to just be able to get it from another human all the time. Yeah. Cause things just don't match. Whereas these AI components, they can actually match it to a specific person, put whatever, I don't know the whole medical terms of how they're putting the cells and everything together and yeah. how it's going to be the same blood types and all that. But that's that stuff that we want to see. Cause that's like thinking about like our grandparents or just somebody at a young age that just needs something and yeah. there's not enough people or the waiting list is so big and you know you have to have like money or connections to move up that list sometimes. So I think being able to mass produce those kind of things is awesome. But then obviously we have the bad side of AI too, where you know people and 3D printing where the people are making guns and all these See, illegal items and, and that, stuff. 
and that's oh there's always gonna be a window of like there's always gonna be a certain amount of fucking horrible that comes along with any great fucking tool or invention for humanity yeah. somebody's always gonna want to use it for fucking yeah. nefarious purposes human like, nature it's human nature yeah. right like you gotta expect some fucking collateral here. Yeah, yeah. you always have to have a little bit of understanding like you can't completely avoid some fucking like uh, like us some detriment yeah. You can't avoid it completely. It's not all going to be sunshine and yeah. lollipops and rainbows with this technology, especially when it's the fucking fastest growing app <laughs> that's ever been fucking put out there. Yeah. You know, Chat GPT is fucking it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> of course, man. Yeah. Like, and, and now they're in, like, they have their open uh, AI, which is like their kind of side thing. So, Chat GPT is for us to use, and then they have open eye for developers. Yeah. And now they're letting developers fully use it and now making money. So actually Elon Musk was also a early collaborator that created it. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a non non-profit. They wanted developers to get their hands on it. Yeah. See what's the Keep worst thing an open source. They want to see how yeah. bad it could get and how good it could get and find the middle ground of that. And now uh, chat GPT, I think the ownership kind of changed and now they're Microsoft. actually that to Microsoft. So now it's actually being, uh, you have to pay. So if you're a website that wants to implement dirty, it, man. it's really dirty and yeah. it's per, it's like per click or per word amount. Yeah. You have to pay the company yeah. and then you can like, some companies are obviously using it for good. Like yeah. they'll incorporate whatever application they have with AI and it's actually, you know, more beneficial for people to use. Say old people can't use an app that's got some medical thing on it. Literally it'll open up and they'll have to say one thing and it'll let them know everything about whatever that one item is. Yeah. And then there's going to be obviously how you're saying the collateral side of that where there's going to be these people taking chat, chat gpt and trying to manipulate stock markets and i think we just got in one of our whatsapp groups yeah. uh friends sent in that it's manipulating stock markets and something else uh crypto exchanges or something like that so it's, it's bound it's, to happen hey maybe, maybe there's could be some good that comes out of this too it shakes up a few trees oh yeah it can also kind of skim through like federal documents really that's quickly. One, yeah, yeah it's kind of like you have those documents that get passed in legislature that are like fucking 500 600 pages yeah. now you got fucking chat gpt that can actually analyze it and yeah. read it for you and kind of detect any kind of bullshit within there that's fucking gold because yeah, a lot of these is. fucking bullshit laws that get passed underneath our nose that we're not aware of yeah. they get passed because there is a lot of paperwork man there is yeah. a lot of fucking shit hidden within all this uh, all these pages of fluff yeah just kind of distract you so they can push it through yeah. now you got fucking technology can kind of help you counteract yeah. some of this nonsense 100%. and we needed that too i think i think we needed kind of an application that's open like that to show a little bit of transparency yeah because there's so much stuff that's hidden like behind the scenes and now you can ask you know all those uh, conspiracy questions yeah. that you have and it'll actually cipher everything it can that it has under its like research department or whatever it is however yeah. they analyze all that and give you actual good feedback on that so if you say you know is the earth flat and it'll give you the actual reasoning of why the earth isn't flat and how you would be able to detect it or be able to see it and if it's you know only by going into space i guess for everybody that thinks it's flat you have to go to space until you can kind of reassess what you yeah. think the world looks like yeah there, there's another downside too which i think it's uh gonna suck for people that um are almost gonna be uh jobless when ai starts to eventually yep. take over uh their positions and that's gonna that's gonna be really crappy because a lot of people it is it's difficult to change man 
especially like you imagine like this generation and people that are older than us that have never dealt with technology that don't have a pension that are out there and they rely on their job and their sole income and now they don't like coming up their their job is going to get taken away from ai they don't you know for what go tell them to go get your groove back and go figure it out go back to school they're fucking like 40 like 40 plus 50 plus 60 plus they it's so difficult for them to even like hold on they don't have any savings that's gonna that's not gonna be something that i'm looking forward to within society no and even for young people that are you know in like finance jobs accounting jobs they already have have that ai created to take it's taking over financing jobs in the u.s where it's basically you know for accounting think about it doing taxes you basically just got to hand your t4 slips whatever expenses you might have for a business and they're going to be able to put it into some scanner and give it to ai which it does right now and it'll do your entire accounting for you yeah without having to go to somebody talk to somebody needing that body there and you could just keep sending it information and once it's done it'll keep putting it into the files and folders and you need realistically one person to look over those files yeah send them to whoever it is and your accounting's done yeah so that's i think uh what's needs to be brought up to the surface too it's just yeah. like that's a huge huge issue that we got to look at too as well as i try to like uh inform people that are close to me it's just like start to develop uh different skills yeah start to take a look at um jobs for yourself and services um that you can offer uh that cannot be replaced yeah like and that just sucks to say like that's where we're gonna get to it's just like the vast majority of people within the middle class and lower is just like you are going to be easily replaced easy that's 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 the very dark side of this yeah. that's not being brought to the forefront no, at it's all not. it's just like oh well ai is going to cause this destruction it's like yeah but what about the destruction of the middle class yeah and and what about what about kind of just creating one class it's like now you're just going to try to make as much money as you possibly can so you don't even have to worry about these problems yeah. well what the fuck about everybody else man yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. what about everybody else that are suffering like they they're going to be thinking about it and do you want to think about it do you want to be a fucking millionaire gazillionaire with all your other millionaire buddies and pretending to care about the society pretending to care about the world donating to the cancer society when you're at the grocery store no. uh, because you feel like it's gonna feed your soul that shit's not gonna feed your soul yeah. G- uh, coming to terms with reality and and doing something positively to impact your community is gonna feed your soul and i think those are some of the issues that need to be addressed like i i have hope there's probably gonna be like um i want like a younger generation of politicians to come forth yeah you know what i mean yeah. i want these old guys to go to bed yeah let's go go retire go play golf yeah like they're out of, they're out to lunch yeah. dude i don't care republican democrat fuck i don't care what side of what what team you play for i want to bring these young kids in get them in the game yeah get those guys out there that would have the zest and the energy and the desire to help bring some kind of balance and unity within the world yeah. because all you see is these guys are out to lunch uh, out to uh, out to lunch they're completely out of touch with reality talking about um you know ai about what it's going to do and how it's going to affect them but they're not even in touch with the common person yeah you know like they 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 don't face our issues yeah they don't they don't they don't they don't have any of the hardships that we've gone through they're fucking oh they didn't get a tea time at that fucking golf course yeah. oh my god i'm gonna fucking <laughs> blow a gasket i'm gonna talk to my therapist about yeah. it oh therapist <laughs> i didn't get that tea time oh not again man <laughs> all right well see you next week again yeah fuck man 
like right. they're out of touch like so i think uh, there's a the, that's a big disconnect too it's just like yeah you can you, there's the big issues that are going to arise with ai but who is going to speak for people yeah everyday people yeah. that's what i want to see i want to see like i want to see young vibrant fresh minds out there um kind of that aren't fighting no and, and don't get me wrong like i don't, I don't want to see like i'm not a i'm not a political person sonny yeah i don't give a fuck yeah you know I'm just yeah. like I don't give I don't care if you want to be a Republican if you want to be a Democrat just be a good human liberal yeah. conservative just be a good human yeah. man just be just be kind yeah be kind yeah. be generous you know be Canadian be yeah. a true Canadian hundred percent right but then uh, I want to see I want to see in politics where uh, there is less conflict uh, people that are uh, kind of uh, eliciting an emotional response out of people to kind of gain favor because people will usually follow people who can elicit some kind of emotional response out of them whether it's good or bad yeah. and then they lose sight of what's actually at stake here and it's like just the common good for us all yeah so but i have so much faith that there is people out there and they're gonna they're gonna fucking they're gonna step up man yeah no there definitely is people and you're right like we have a lot of old politicians you know the u.s canada i think that's why I think Trudeau got in office early when he first started, just because he was a young guy. He kind of, you know, grew up in Vancouver, obviously came from a good family and whatnot, but he was a young guy that kind of lived here, stayed here, kind of knew what the youth were up to. So it was more power to him. I think a lot of, he got a lot of young voters to vote for him. I yeah. remember voting back in the day for him too. And then, uh, you know, now he's kind of, you know, stuck in, he, again, he's a little bit, past the stage of where we're at now you know we do need those young fresh minds coming in there these old guys you know trumps and biden's and all these guys they're just they're talking about things that don't matter they to, don't matter to us, the right? middle and lower classes they're only thinking about that upper class you know one says they're going to tax them one's not and i think sometimes now like you know so many people are against trudeau and they want like the, the next guy whoever he is but they're they're not understanding that that guy is going to play with the emotions, how you said. They're going to want to vote. But once they're in power, there's not going to be that much of a difference. You're not, no do not think that for one second what that person is saying currently on their platform is going to be what they're going to do once they've achieved wherever they're supposed to get to. Yeah. It's going to be a totally different thing of what you thought, but the same thing what every government's done so far. Yeah. To jump into power and you know go through their agenda first and then they'll hit maybe one or two little things that they were going to do in there. It's, and it's not even the main ones that actually got the people to vote. Yeah. It's like, and think about those people, like, who wants to become a career politician? <laughs> who wakes up and they're like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know how, like, how much pressure that is? How much, like, it will take away from having any kind of a normal life? Mm -hmm. Like, who would want that? You have to have, you have to be a little bit neurotic to want yeah. to take that on wholeheartedly yeah. unless you have some real idealistic and noble um, aspirations with what you're doing, which is very, I yeah. see very few of that. Yeah. So like even, you know, you talk about Trudeau, like he's in the lineage of prime ministers. It's just like, so you're expected to do so, but you didn't give a shit about everybody else. Like you just did this because your daddy did it. Yeah. Like, well, fuck, get yeah. out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, go, go take a seat. Even, even with, uh, you know, and even what, with the conservatives, like you have, what's his name, Pierre. And then you got him, they just fire at each other all day. They all just day. attack each other all day. It's so fucking like, and you know what? I've never been a conservative, but I'm more in favor of conservatives right now than liberals just because I'm like, just a change, man. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Just change this shit yeah. a little bit. That's kind of like me. Like, I've been for the MVP because of Jagmeet. Yeah. Just because he's a younger guy. He's actually on social media. Yeah. He's taking into consideration all these what, quite, people that yeah. have actual questions. He's willing to talk to them on uh, online. Whereas Trudeau and all these guys like Trudeau just 
created his own YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh, the conservative guy has uh, kind of followed the same thing where they're now trying to get into it. But if you're trying now, you're already way behind. But the, and, here's the, <laughs> and here's the thing. I was talking about Jagmeet. How many brown people do you think voted for him because he's brown? Oh, yeah. A lot, for sure. A lot. Yeah. Fuck is going on, man. Yeah. Do you understand sure. the ramifications of voting blindly? Yeah. Do you understand just because he's the same skin color as you doesn't make it okay for you to vote for him? Yeah. Do you understand what he's presenting? Do you understand what he's trying to do? Or are you just stuck on like one idea, one little campaign promise, or something that somebody told yeah. you and it's like in your head and you're like, he's the shit, and you disregard all the fucking other bullshit? Yeah. Like, and it's just like. And people forget that, you know, all these prime ministers and politicians, they have a certain term. After that term's done, they're gone, but the country is still running. So who's really in power? Like when we do vote in these people, they come in, they do their four year term, a five year term, they get a second term, they're gone. But the next guy comes in, he's got a new thing, but the country's continuously running. So in the background, there's somebody, a different yeah. power that's actually controlling something we don't get to vote on is what's actually going on in the background. Like if you look at a general of an army of a country, they're there for a long time. They're there for sometimes, you know, 30, 40 years. They've been through a couple of wars. They control the entire army. Yeah. And now they're, who are they really under? Because if you're getting a new prime minister or president all the time, that's telling you new things every time they come into term. Is it really that person dictating what's going on? Or is there a higher authority in the background that's actually dictating what should be going on within a country? And I think by now, most people have woken Just up like to that. Puppets. Puppets yeah, most dead. people have woken up to that. That, you know, politicians are puppets. They're yeah. a puppet of something bigger. We don't know what it is, Illuminati, whatever it could be. There's but something just, in the background. Greedy fucking people, dude. Hell yeah. It's a, you Definitely. Can, you can label it whatever you want. You can label Illuminati. You can label it fucking. It's a game. It's a game, dude. It's, it's a, a gang. Dream. I was trying to say it was a gang because think of it. You, been, you were saying yeah. that, you know, you were in a brotherhood, a gang. Yeah. This is just governments just are just gang. bigger gangs that like now Pox, control an area. Pox did it too. It's just like the biggest gang. The fucking a correctional officer told them they were the biggest gang in New York. Yeah. When he got locked up, he's like, "You think you're a gang? We're the biggest gang." And yeah. he's, they're fucking right. It's a hundred percent. Like that's how why we think we can't fight against the governments because they're such a powerful gang. There's they have gang. so many people. They'll bring their uh, gang members. Like if you try to act up right now, they'll bring the gang You'll members. get guys in blue <laughs> yeah. and black, and they can get like 30, 40, 50 of those. How many people can you round up in that like minute? of the unit you know they're coming yeah. and you call it your 10 closest homies maybe yeah. two one shows up <laughs> we'll put up a good fight man <laughs> but like that's all it is it becomes a gang and then you got a small pool of individuals controlling the interests of the entire fucking population yeah. Yeah. Is, are you fucking kidding me man yeah. i didn't get a fucking invite to that board meeting uh, that's another thing too man uh, fucking politics always turned me off i was the president of the okotoks art council for a minute and I was in there and just the kind of bureaucracy in there, like the process of how slow things were. Of like you have, I remember they had a certain amount of funds and everybody's going around voting on what they want to do with the funds. It became like pretty uh, obvious to me to give the funds to the artists. Yep. But they wanted to save up for this big art project years down the road and develop this big enormous center. As whereas like these fucking young artists could have, they could lose their passion because they didn't have those resources that you could have given them. You, you want them to wait for the fucking five, ten year plan before the centers open up? Just give them the money. Yeah. I'm fucking still angry about that shit. No. Obviously you can tell. Uh, but that just made me realize I'm not, I'm not, I can't deal with politics. I can't deal with this kind of, with this kind of, uh, with how slow it is, yeah, you know, with with the bureaucracy, with the child childish, yeah. uh, like 
You have to be very emotionally immature to be in a fucking board or a council and not get shit done, but continue to stay there because you feel like you're, it, it, it boosts your status. Yeah. You have to be such a fucking little kid to stay there and do that. Yeah. Like, you got into whatever it is. I used to get fucking pissed off, man. I'd go by city council and see everybody with their fucking <laughs> Tim Hortons cups and like, oh, make sure we have a Timmy's run before we start yeah. the meeting. No, motherfuckers. <laughs> fix something. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. You used to be working around the clock. Yeah. Like, so I didn't have any respect for their work ethic. Yeah. And so, like, even with the mental health campaign, like, when I started doing it, I realized, you know, I, was, I spent fucking so much time researching getting uh friends to help me write some grants and to get some government funding and the fucking process man to get a grant to get the government to give you some money it's all fucking games man i don't got time for this shit i did way more without any of their funds without any money actually than fucking um i think a lot of people that try to do some good yeah have have accomplished because they thought that that was the way to go like i'm gonna start a charity i'm gonna start a a b corp and i'm gonna just like i'm gonna i'm gonna give back but i'm gonna but now what you're gonna fucking follow this fucking slow ass process Dude, I got fucking so many events and so many uh, um, uh, mental health support groups organized in like fucking days, dude. Yeah. Because I didn't have to fucking, I didn't have to get somebody's approval. Yeah. I didn't have to fucking wait. Yeah. I didn't have to fucking wait for funding. I, didn't, I got creative and we didn't need the money. It's like, so that's where, uh, you know, like, you know, we talk about politics and I just think like, Sometimes I think it's like a moot point. Sometimes I think you can talk about it, but like almost like I ignore it. Cause like I get, I get a little bit riled up, but then I just ignore it. I'm like, but I'm just, I'm going to continue to do what I can do that I consider good for communities and others over here. Yeah. And yeah, over here, there's going to be some fucking bullshit with governments and political parties and fucking whatever level could like city level, fucking provincial, like yeah, it's, it's always going to be a circus over here. I almost have to like ignore that so yep. I can focus over here. I can't bring that angry energy or frustrated energy over here because yep. it dilutes what I'm doing over here and it doesn't make me enjoy it. Yep. And I don't get the work done as much as I'd like to get done. If I'm trying to fuck, what am I trying to fight? Yep. Who am I arguing yeah. with? <laughs> these fucking, these greedy people that'll never even know my name. Yeah, in one ear, out in the other. In one ear, out the other, man. And we can go on social media and we can emotion, emotionally purge ourselves on the yeah. keyboard with like fucking, I'm so angry at this person and that person and fucking <laughs> fuck, you, fuck your president. My president is better and fucking red over here, blue over here and fucking just shut up. Yeah. Like you're emotionally purging, but what are you doing? We can get so much done if we just come over here. It's going to exist, but you don't have to fucking, I'm, I, I'm, I'm aspiring to get to this kind of state of mind yeah. where I'm like, this doesn't even exist to me. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't acknowledge your government. I don't acknowledge your system. I'm over here doing my own thing in mental health, creating my own solutions. That's working for me. Thanks. I don't need your handout. I don't need your charities. I don't need your uh, fucking long processes to get shit started. I just need people with good hearts. Yeah. I just need to fucking keep working on myself, keep doing it over here, and know that that's good enough. Over here, it's just a fucking circus. And I've had, you know, myself kind of just an example of how you're talking about them wanting to create something in Okotoks and put the money on a new building, new building, but not help the starving artists that are going to have all their work in there or have the work that's ready to be placed somewhere. And working at BC Hydro, I worked kind of uh, in the real estate department. A lot of our work was also kind of filming related. 
So any kind of new filming uh, on any of our set, like our properties that they wanted to create into a set, we'd work on it. And we had these monthly meetings with all the municipalities and you know, they would host us there. And we'd all discuss, you know, these are our locations. How can we help each other? Where is money uh, coming in from? And what is that money being used? So obviously, you know, companies like Netflix and Disney and Hulu, all these big companies are paying a lot of money to these municipalities. And it's going into, you know, the BC Film Commission. And they're supposed to get this money to help, you know, the small artists, yeah. the small local artists. And I remember getting all these applications from small artists, right? And they had to pay these fees to first just get their idea presented. And we'd That's have to review process, it. Man. And it is a, such a big process and uh, you know, it's not only our approval, it has to get passed by the city and the city might have six people it has to go through and it might take so long that it's not now gonna fit in that person's project or timeline. So now they're screwed out of that. And then a lot of that money that these guys are making from those big companies is actually supposed to be funneled back into small projects, kind of local projects, rather than all these big corporations that are coming in from the US yeah. and internationally. And it was crazy to sit there next to these municipalities and them tell us that this money's gonna go there. And then when we actually went to meet with these local filmmakers and producers, and they're telling us that, you know, for one movie, you know, they asked for maybe $10,000 fund and it was a movie that's gonna have partly, you know, city, it's gonna use this part of the city of Burnaby and they would fund this. And they're like, they'd give us a thousand bucks. And it's like, are you, so where is that money really going then? Like, what expenses are you claiming that you're gonna have to use that money for rather than be giving it to these small artists that are, you know, starving right now and could become big and bring more money and more work into our cities because we've seen people from vancouver we're the north hollywood right we've seen people take it to another level and bring a lot of money back to our places ryan reynolds he loves shooting yeah. movies here those kind of people but they only want to you know say something in front of people and to the public and give these little newsletters that we had to send on their behalf that i hated sending to people and then you get to really see it when you're actually there sitting at a politics, table. Politics, man. It's all politics. All politics. It's all literally. politics. It's just like, I'm going to use this corporation or I'm going to use this cause and I'm gonna, we're going to put our company. You could be selling fucking toxic sludge. You could have like fucking Terry's toxic sludge. Yeah. But we're giving back to fucking mental health. And people are like, oh, Terry's so fucking sweet and kind-hearted. We don't give a fuck about the toxic yeah. sludge that's including our environment. Yes, as long as he's giving back to mental health. Yeah. Oh, he's such a sweetheart. He's such an angel. I don't think, uh, but like nowadays, especially since after COVID, I think a lot of people woke up. They realize, man, like a lot of these corporations, even charitable organizations who pose uh, to benefit the communities, to put the communities before themselves, it's actually just smoke and mirrors. Yeah. It's actually just uh, uh, just a way to tug on your heartstrings to make you believe and again elicit an emotional response out of you so that you can purchase their product, purchase an idea that they're selling you, uh, uh, something that they're promoting. Like it's um, it's very very part of human nature. Yeah, you know. And then and then like it's it, it used to get me so much more frustrated. Than it does. Like it still, I can still get frustrated. Yeah. Visibly, obviously, <laughs> I can even now feel my heart heart rate. I'm just like, take some breaths, man. Yeah. While Sunny's talking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I do this shit 24 seven. Yeah. Every every day. Even when we do like, even when we do this podcast, I knew my intention was like, okay, I can't shy away from public speaking. I can't. I have to just continue to do this because like, 
I'm like, I don't want to be on the stage. Yeah. I don't. I'm going to public speak at an event on Sunday. I don't fucking deep down. Do I want to? No. Yeah. I fucking don't want to. I put myself here with this mental health initiative that I'm doing with the work that I'm doing. And now I'm like, it's like, okay, I can continue to, to create all these events and uh, do this work behind the scenes. But eventually I have to come forth and talk about it. And that's something like, you know, uh, I realized like even with this like when when we do the clips and stuff like i get very 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 like i i think about this all the time like no we can't do that clip i want to edit it this way i don't want to do it on this day i, want, I don't fuck i want to delete that one episode where i fought with you yeah. i was like i want to just delete that episode man i just i don't i want to make sure that at the end of the day my frustration isn't misconstrued um you know and misunderstood yeah. uh and, and 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 people fucking you know don't see like what my overall goal is which is just to kind of help better the emotional well mental and emotional well-being of others yeah. that's it and yeah. so that's because I, I i i eat breathe and sleep this shit 24 7 like yeah. seven days a week like i'm thinking about it non-stop like no i'm possessed by this purpose yeah and like so uh, am i a little bit critical of the governments and, and corporations who pose that they do these things to help better other people. A fucking course I am. Because I'm fucking doing this. Twenty. I'm not doing this because it's like my life goal and my aspiration. Fucking my life brought me here. Yeah. The fucking universe. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. I am like possessed by this purpose. Like there are some years I don't want to do this. But I'm fucking like, but there's no other way when I work with somebody and they're like, thank you. And like they, they, they light up and they're like, can you help me? And it's just like a fucking, uh, yes, I can. And if I can, I will. And like, so again, yeah, that's why I'm very critical of uh, corporations who pose um, as do-gooders and uh, organizations and politicians who pose as do-gooders uh, for their own personal gain and their benefit. It, it used to just almost drive me mad. Yeah. Like, not a little bit mad, like, fucking Hulk mad. Yeah, and it's, and, cr and it's crazy how they're not also regulated, these politicians. You know, like, uh, Nancy Pelosi, who's, like, one of the House, House representatives, the main one, she's allowed to trade in stocks. She's fucking... So her and her husband are, like, multimillionaires trading in stocks, yet they're the ones also implementing bills and all these kind of rules within the stock market and how it's supposed to be run in the U.S., yet you're also investing in stocks so you kind of know you're manipulating the stock markets yeah. and being able to do this in the background so i think that's where a lot of people get yeah you know lose that trust but then we always got to remember there are also good corporations that are out there like we don't want to burn down like every corporation is bad because there are good ones like you have a company i would call it mental wealth is it's building up to be a corporation a good corporation that you want to get out there it's a, it's a movement bro i'm a never movement. i'm never gonna be a corporation i tried to i tried it i went down that road i'm like i don't want to be a corporation i don't want to be a nothing i just want to be me i want to do my thing and and whatever comes of it comes of it yeah. i don't want to be labeled a corporation yeah. i just want it to be a movement an initiative whatever you call it almost don't even place too much attention on what it's called to yeah. be honest just do the work yeah yeah for mental wealth i guess is that way like for myself i definitely want to build a corporation and a corporation that gives back yes, yes. where people can look at that's a company what I would encourage. Yeah, yeah and they can look at a company and be like okay that's a corporation that's a corporation what's the main differences okay yeah. you got netflix over here who we know they do all this crazy shit they make people pay it keeps going up a charge. They don't even let people in the same house almost yeah. share anymore. Or there's this guy, Sonny, you know, creating on this side 
but he's not only creating, he's trying to help everybody else in the industry. He's not yeah. trying to just be like, you know what, you can't help or you can't join in on this project or I want to keep this all to myself. I'm more of a person that wants it's to like collaborate. Open source, man. Open source, open source. basically. Even, yeah. even with mental health, like anything, everything, I will always give away everything for free. Yeah. Like, okay, I did festivals. Okay, I ran like health and wellness festivals. I was putting other yoga teachers on to go teach. I wasn't even teaching. Yeah. I put on, you go do it. I was doing open mics. I was having other people, my friends. I'm like, you come host it now. Yeah. I don't want to host it. Yeah. Like, I always saw the future. I'm like, always looked ahead. I'm like, this isn't Vic's show. This isn't for Vic. This is uh, this is a fucking this is an everybody effort. Yeah. And like, it felt fucking so good to put on and have somebody else do it. Yeah. And you know, even with mental health specifically, it's like, man. I'm fucking very happy we're starting to do these podcasts because you know what? Maybe I'll just fucking start going door to door and start talking and start finding the people that share similar values who want to collaborate and work together mm-hmm. where we can create an open source of resources for communities, yeah. for mental health, yeah. right? An open source, yeah. meaning we're not going to close it down for profit and sell it to you, break yeah. it off to you. When it comes to mental health, man, for if, you, if your whole end goal is to become a billionaire off of the mental and emotional turmoil of others, I don't know. I, I have a hard time agreeing no. with your uh, with your directive in life. No. I have a very hard time agreeing with that. Because it's like you have so, and I know they're out there, I see them all the time, you have so many great initiatives out there for mental health, for, uh, that haven't even, that are started and some haven't even begun. Yeah. That are just waiting to fucking start. Yeah. And those are the groups and those are the people I want to fucking connect with. Those are the people, those are the minds where I want to connect with, where we can feed off of each other's, you know, ideas, our energy, and deliver something to communities. I'm telling you now too, Sonny, like, okay, so you do this for, uh, I don't know, fucking, I've done, I don't know, thousands of groups now, like one-on-ones and groups worked with men, women, elderly, LGBT groups. I was just trying to help everybody with the mind. And you get to a point where you're just like, I like, I know for myself, I'm like, I couldn't do something innovative, but what, what, what would be innovative? What would be more innovative than being co- uh, collaborating with others, right? And humbling myself so much where it's just like, I don't even give a fuck if it's called mental wealth. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Just no label. Yeah. President's choice. Yeah. Mental health services. Yeah. All right. I yeah. don't even label. Yeah. And just work with these other people who uh, feel the same way. Um, it's not about uh, elevating their status. It's not. It's not about them. It's not an individualistic effort. It is a collaborative effort where we understand the ultimate goal is to leave uh, a cultural impact uh, for the better for mental health, yeah. for emotional health, for uh, which tie into everything else. It ties into people's finances, their social well-being. It all starts with your mind and your yeah. emotions. So if people, who the fuck cares about any of those other hot topics in the world if people are disconnected from themselves? Yeah. If you are not connected with your mind and you're not connected with your heart, and your mind and your heart are just so far apart and you got people walking around that are ghosts, ghosts, ghosts of their former selves, just yeah. walking around like they're just shells, empty shells. Like, and who wants that? Let's, this is the real work. That's the true purpose. 
I think, you know, people talk about, oh, you got to have a purpose in life. And if you don't have a purpose, you're going to, you're, you're not going to feel good. And everybody's all trying to figure out what their purpose is. And like, they get fucking frustrated because they're like, I need a fucking really strong purpose. Otherwise I don't feel fulfilled. But what if it's a collaborative purpose? What if our purpose was one and the same? What if every single person right now with the state of affairs that we're in with this world, what if our one purpose was singular? What if that was to raise the morale for everyone around us, for us to better our mental and emotional well-being so that we can be a pillar of light for others wandering through the darkness? What if that was your purpose? Wouldn't that feel a lot better than trying to come up with your own individualistic purpose? Like, I got to make a fucking hundred million dollars and sit up on top of my, on the mountain looking uh, uh, down at the peasants. Fuck that shit, man. That's just, let's share the same purpose. That's what I'm down for. Yeah. 2023, Vic. That's what I, that's, that's how I upgraded, dog. It's just, I'll share the same purpose. I don't care about the title. Yeah. I don't care about what it's called. I don't care about uh, anything other than the impact. That's it. Yeah. And I've taken that, you know, that kind of, uh, that whole style basically into even my company working with, uh, you know, other filmmakers or producers or whatever, photographers, just finding those people that, you know, need a chance that, you know, how Eminem said it, you get one shot, one opportunity, your chance to lose. Like you, you never know if it's somebody's that one opportunity could take them to that next level, be that next Martin Scorsese yeah, or whatever it is. Man. Give people more opportunities. Cause again, that plays into how you're seeing so many other aspects, especially with mental wealth. Like they could be on their last string of like whatever accomplishments they have. And this is their one chance and you give them that chance. And now they got, you know, money coming in. So they got a financial gain out of it. And now they're happy in their life. Yeah. So they got a mental wealth gain out of that. Right. Yeah. There's all these things that, I've seen and that kind of comes off from working with BC Hydro and seeing that filming industry and hanging out with these local artists all the time yeah. and seeing kind of what they were going through all the time and the yeah. grant, how you were saying they're trying to apply for grants and nobody's getting them and how hard it is. So I think that's kind of what I've and had. you got to know somebody that knows somebody. You have to know somebody always. Like, and that's what I wanted to incorporate because having to know me, I'm not a really a big somebody. I'm just a regular guy now in that industry and I want to help other people get to my level and surpass me. I don't, I don't have that envy where I'm kind of wanting to keep people down and be like, hey, I'm the guy at the top of the mountain and you got to be kind of below me always. I don't mind you being higher than me. Yeah. As long as I know that, you know, I was kind of there to help you out yeah. and you got to somewhere, that's more than enough for and, me. And you can have your uh, mansion at the top of the mountain, man. It's just about, it's just about, you know, stop making, stop. Actually, fuck it. Do your own thing. Be at the top of the mountain. There's enough of us. There's, yeah. There's enough of us yeah. that we don't have to pay attention to that anymore. Yeah. Right? Like there's enough of us out there that want to do good, that don't really necessarily have to fucking get into political debates, yeah. that have to ruin friendships over fucking ideas that fucking do not have any fucking real life value pertaining to what the real issues are. Yeah. Like our issues are mental health, first and foremost, mental and emotional health. Yeah. Then we got to take a look at people's finances. People are fucking you take a look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs man okay you take a look at at the very basics at the very root for people to feel safe and secure they need to be able to uh, uh, you know they need to they need to go to the bathroom regularly they need to get good sleep good hygiene um, then they need to have shelter they need to feel comfort before you can even actualize and discover what your purpose is and yeah. feel good about giving back to the communities you have to go through that pyramid and you have to okay now I'm I'm feeling good I'm like 
I'm getting good exercise, I'm getting good sleep, my bowels are regular, my organs are functioning properly. You do not pass gold. Don't try to do anything if you haven't fucking done this yeah. first. And then you get to that point where it's just like, okay, now I got a roof over my head, great. Now I feel safe and secure a little bit more. Now I need some money, because if without that money, I'm not gonna fucking feel safe. I'm gonna be in this fucking panic mode all the time that's gonna take away from my energy that's required to do this work that I wanna do, you know? And then when I when I get all that, then I can go out and fucking uh, give back to others. But yeah. it's, we. Can, this is where we start with yeah. everybody. We have to start here at the bottom. We have yeah. to make sure everybody's healthy working towards their health, their mental, their emotional, their physical well-being, yeah. first and foremost, you should almost kindly, and I've done this for myself, is just sit on the bench, take care of yourself. If you are somebody that's, you know, active in this game of being a do-gooder, because there's so many people out there that fucking overwork themselves. If I did it to myself, there's got to be somebody else that's done it. Yeah. Or they overwork themselves trying to do for others. And don't worry, you're not a people pleaser. We need fucking people that are thinking about what other people care and how they feel. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't have to be labeled a people pleaser. You can do this work and be that be a people pleaser till you die. Yeah. I'd rather be a people pleaser till I die than somebody who was ignorant to helping others when I could. Yeah. So you know what? You if if you're if you're burnt out, if you're going down that route, take care of your fundamentals. Get your mental, your emotional, your physical on point. Yep. Get your finances uh, comfortable. Get your get everything comfortable, and then start to do this work. Because I promise you, when you do that work, you're gonna feel more confident, more stable, and then you will be able to s sustain this work. Yeah, this work uh, requires um, uh, a battery, a different battery that you uh, may not have yep. and that you have to develop. Yep. And that's what I learned too, because I could do it for so long until my battery was depleted and then I'm just left either in a hospital or I'm just left uh, in like a mental and emotional maze of where do I go from here? But if you work at those fundamentals, you will keep that battery on full and then you can continue to sustain that work because that's what we want now. Yeah. We need those people out there that are doing the work, that are about to do the work to understand that as well and come back to that because uh, I think you see that a lot too because when you do this kind of work, it can get, uh, there's no award show. I don't give a fuck. Like, there's no award yeah. show. I don't need an award. There's no like, uh, there's not a lot of financial gain in it. That's okay. There's not a lot of uh, uh, praise or status, but that's what you're looking for. The same. We're not playing the same. We're not. We're not in the same ballpark, homie. Yeah. Like you're. You're in a different world. You're in a different reality completely. Yeah. Like people are suffering. Okay. So you come over here for these people. You want to get into this line of work service. Then you have to level up. Yeah. You had and the same thing. I told you too. I'm like, we're gonna do this podcast. You got a journal. Yeah. You got to you got to start working out every day. You got to eat good. You got to clean up your habits because we can't be here like we did in the last episode. We cannot ever ever let ourselves start to try to tell people and preach to them things that we aren't doing ourselves. Yeah. That's yeah. as simple as that. And you know what? I think uh I that right there is uh probably one of my most favorite messages that I've ever been able to kind of pass along is like, and, and that's what I want to do is just like ignite, help ignite the flame in others yeah. to do this work, um, but do it in a way where you're not going to burn out. And I think I have a good idea of what it takes so that you uh, don't become 
unbalanced to the point where you're unhappy with what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, something I'm looking forward to, to continuing to connect with not only like-minded individuals, but like-hearted individuals. Because yeah. without this, without this heart, man, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't, don't do this. Don't yeah. do this work. This all comes from here. This isn't a, a business plan. This isn't like a uh, fucking, this is like, a, I look at it like you're possessed, which you are like, but you know what? We can, we can be possessed and still enjoy our lives. Yeah. And I like your analogy of the pyramid with the fundamentals at the bottom and then, you know, working your way up to, you know, who you are and who you can be. Yeah. And I think even when you get to the top of that pyramid, you still got to remember those fundamentals because you'll come back to that. It can yeah. be a vicious cycle that sometimes you get to the top and you just forget about those fundamentals. And you got to sometimes, you, even when you're at the top, reassess yourself and, you know, understand that those fundamentals are how you got here and look back at them. Like maybe one of those, all of them are doing good or maybe, you know, all of them are doing good and maybe one or two are bad or one's bad. Just good to kind of look just back a at those. Just a refresher because... You could be at the top in whatever field you are, how we're talking about, you know, that mansion on the top of the mountain. But, you know, being on that top of the mountain can sometimes be lonely or there's all these outside things that are coming in and you just got to think about those fundamentals of what got you there and how it's going to continue to make you a better person. Yeah, it's a blueprint, man. It's yeah. just like it's a tried and tested blueprint. Like you got to take care of your physical, your mental, your emotional, your spiritual, whatever that means to you. You got to make sure that you got a roof over your head. You got to make sure you're uh, you, you have, uh, you're working towards some kind of financial security and you are then able to move up. And now what about your social, uh, well-being? Like what about your friends, your interactions with your friends, your family, your community, you know, and then you can skip past that point and start to self-actualize and say to yourself, like, now I'm fulfilled. This is a life worth living. I've done the things that I was supposed to do yeah. without kind of ignoring them. And you're right, you can't fall off. And that's a part of this whole uh, process of living is to be humbled again and again and again. And I've been humbled so many times where I just start from zero, start from zero. It's like fucking the universe, fuck you motherfucker. You're gonna start from zero all yeah. over again. I'm gonna go here and I'm like, oh, this is, I'm fucking, like you said, like I'm doing all the things now, I'm fucking, yeah. it feels good. But then what about the fucking oh. pillars? And it's just like fucking yeah. cut right down, come back yeah. to zero. So now it's just like, you know what? It doesn't have to take you as many att- uh, tries as it took me. Yeah, you know we we have and you know you said Eminem the the line is like you only got one shot so uh, this is your moment I think you have fucking as many shots as you want yeah you can make a fucking shot today tomorrow and don't worry about the shots that you missed yesterday you can make shots fucking like that man you can make it like fucking just like just out of thin air but yeah. you you got to take care of those fundamentals yeah you got to get those fundamentals. Uh, taken care of then you can take as many shots as you want yeah. it only feels like you have one shot if fucking like if you're just so stressed that you work so hard to get there and like yeah, hell yeah whereas if now i'm like you know you get to this voice i'm like <laughs> bro now it's just like you know i get really passionate but like honestly like when i when i'm by myself and i'm contemplating i'm just like i'm so content and happy with whatever direction i go with mental wealth like yeah. whereas when people ask like what's what are you going to do next and like is it going to be more group workshops and are you gonna do public speaking and and you're working with uh men and and i'm like right now it's just like i'm excited to just continue to do what i'm doing it's gonna go where it goes i'm content with that um but i'm just eager to connect now with other like-minded individuals to continue to do that and like leave a little bit of space of unknown because i don't know like this i've always kind of leave that it's like 
I don't know what it could be. Yeah. And I want to leave that little space of unknown and interact with others because you feed off of each other's energy. I don't think anybody's quite truthfully like nothing's original anymore. Okay. Yeah. Fucking so many of these philosophers and scholars from the past, uh, they have given us a blueprint on how to live and, 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 and they've, they taught us like, you know, the do's and the don'ts of life. Um, that I think is now it's just about humbling ourselves and not trying to reinvent the wheel and just come together with it in a collaborative effort to kind of give it like a 2023 update. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. And you're right on the, that M&M line, like that you do actually have more than one shot. Yeah. I think people forget about that. They'll take their shot, fail, and then they're done. It'll haunt you. Yeah. It'll haunt them. And that could lead to so many other issues. Whereas, you know what? You failed, but that's how you succeed is by multiply failing over and over again and then finally succeeding in that thing and then being being able to look back and you know take that knowledge and some people like to keep it to themselves of how they succeeded but it's good to pass that knowledge on that you know let people know that there's way more shots that you can take yeah and a good analogy for that one is like i watch basketball i'm a sports yeah, guy yeah, yeah, i know you so we watched i the, see you posted in the stories on all literally the words, like oh all right all this fucking <laughs> this comes from sunny okay yeah. <laughs> i i love to play sports i don't really watch yeah sports. this is an analogy for like sports people it's and it could be used you know anywhere else like there's a player russell westbrook he gets hated on a lot just for kind of uh you know, he'll have his bad days and his good days. And in the first playoff game, he just couldn't hit a shot. So he wasn't really, that stat wasn't up there, but he did everything else you can think of to win that game. Second game, you know, he obviously went back, worked on his fundamentals, came back, and then he couldn't miss a shot, but they lost the game. So it shows you both sides that, you know, you could have a really bad day and you're not hitting a single shot, but you still can win that day. And then there's those days where you you feel like, oh, I can't miss, I can't miss, but boom, it, you lose whatever you were trying to get into, right? Yeah. So it's just taking things uh, by the day and yeah. making sure that you take, you just, continuously take those shots. Just, just like this podcast, bro. Yeah. I was so critical of it at the beginning. I'm like, fuck, man, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm, I come alive when I'm like interacting with people in group. When I'm, I, you put me in front of like uh, hundreds of people, I'll do a talk. I'm yeah. comfortable doing that. It's yeah. weird. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm comfortable doing, I'm more, not comfortable i'm more comfortable doing that than i am just sitting here with you no. in the beginning i'm just like what the fuck do we and most people about? are the polar opposite of that <laughs> they see a crowd and they're like wait we think they're 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 in their underwear they're in their underwear you can't even think yeah, of that but I, I like i i realize like i'm not the type of person who just like i feed off of other people's energy as much as they say they feed off of mine like yeah. uh people inspire me when i connect with them like it gives me the the the, the desire to want to kind of speak yeah whereas it's from by myself like i'm fucking why do i want to yell into the camera yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm good i'll yell Straight i'll on. do my yelling when yeah. i'm out in the field yeah yeah but yeah no you got you got, you got more than one shot and with this podcast with life with your well-being with your finances with your relationships that you have going on you got more than one shot. You had a breakup. Don't worry. Something else is going to come along. Uh, you, for you, you have so many shots with your career, your purpose. Man, I've juggled through so many jobs. I've already 50 plus jobs. And you know what? At the end of the day, uh, you will find that that was all a part of life. This yeah. was all a part of this game that we call life. And yeah, we got more than one shot. So we'll just keep banging all these fucking podcasts. Exactly. And yeah. I think people, you know, you'll see people on Instagram and social media. It's made it, you know, just a normal thing now to see somebody succeeding on social media. Yeah. And you think that, you know, they took one shot and somehow they no, made it man. there. But if you ask, you know, the people next to you, your friends, your family, like, 
They'll tell you how many shots it took Fuck. them personally to get to where they've gotten to in a specific part of their life. Yeah. So it's like, we don't always have to think that whatever we see, it just took that person one shot. Ask. Ask people around you how many shots it took them the to do something, and I bet shots. you you'll get an answer that you never expected. The and shots, the examples you might get might actually benefit you of listening. Okay, you know what? It isn't that Just, easy. I fucking for I, ten years before I did a, a wellness festival, hundreds of people came to that festival. Ten years before, I was telling my mom, "I'm gonna get people in our barn at the farm, <laughs> and we're gonna do yoga." Fucking nobody came. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's just one shot of a fucking trillion that I took in yeah. business and coaching and and those open mics and the the business networking events with the mental wealth groups. Man, I was doing LGBTQ groups. I was doing uh, young boys groups, uh, groups for the elderly. I was doing groups for men. Man, some groups were popping, some groups were not. I fucking just kept going back to the drawing board, coming back, and I just like fuck, man. Like I've tried so much, and I it would like. I don't really look at it as a failure. I need to know what avenue to go down. I, yeah. I'm not one person that can just, you know, take somebody's word for it. I need to see for myself. So I got to do it. Yeah. And you do that by trying. That's not a failure. It's an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. And we need more of those. I think those failures and those experiments, that's how you're going to learn to level up. Because if you don't experience it, you can never move up. You're going to continuously be like, I'm a failure. I'm yeah. a failure. Stay at that same level and always try to expect more, but gain less. So sometimes you need to just kind of push it, experience it yourself. And you'll see if you level up. And I think even if you don't, you'll learn yeah. and be able to find out how to level up now. So you'll be able to kind of build a recipe for that experiment and finally get over that hump. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. Good talk. Good. Really good talk, man. Boom. Oh. So much cozier, right? Yeah. That was a good one, too. How long?